me some time before the beat drops anyways. They counted us out. Yeah, counted us out. But we, we are back! Let's go! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ballify NBA Podcast. I'm your host, Dino the Human. We got the full squad back in studio today. Co-host to my left, introduce yourself. I'm Jordan, welcome back you guys. It's been a long off season, but we're here. Woo! Let's go, let's go! I like the energy so far. Co-host to my right, introduce yourself. What's up guys, it's Stefan. We're back for another episode. You know who it is, you know who it is. We are back. What it do, baby? Let's go. Uh, we got some good topics here. We're gonna look at the season coming ahead with playoff predictions, award predictions. Uh, we're gonna take a look back in the offseason quickly and many more. But before we get into all that, just like to mention that we are sponsored by SeatGeek, the world leading search engine for sports, concert, theater, and live entertainment tickets. SeatGeek extracts data from over 100 primary and secondary ticket providers within seconds to give you the best possible deal for your ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app or visit SeatGeek.com and enter promo code BALLIFY, that's B-A-L-L-I-F-Y, in all caps, for $20 off your first purchase. You know where to find our show, that's iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, I guess it's called Apple Podcasts now, who cares, we're on Stitcher, we're on Anchor, wherever you find your podcast, follow us on Twitter, at BallifyNBA, Jordan, shout yourself out. Oh, is that Jordan Ballify? Let's get it. Stefan, shout yourself out. At S Ballify. Let's get it. You can give us all a follow. Keep us, keep up with us all NBA season. And make sure you keep up with the at Pod community as well. Um, it's a community of podcasters dedicated to supporting each other. And we're proud to be a part of that. And uh, yeah, that's enough introing. So let's get right into it with our playoff predictions. I guess you can call these the way too early playoff predictions. Uh, where do you guys want to start? East or West? East. Okay, we'll go East. Uh, okay, so Jordan, you want to start us off with uh, your eighth seed? So I got the Detroit Pistons at the eighth seed. Wow, okay, I got the Hawks Ooh, at the eighth wow. seed. Ooh. I don't got them making the playoffs, so okay, okay. Savan, who do you got? So, wait, you think Trey Young's gonna lead the Hawks to the eighth seed? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, his play early speaks for himself. He's putting up MVP type numbers already. He's taking the next step. I mentioned this last episode, but basically, he's picking up right where he left off last season after the All Star break, where he was putting up, you know, multiple 40 point games, um, giving an argument for a rookie of the year even though he started off slowly in the year. But yeah, he's picking up there. So yeah, I got the Hawks sneaking right. in eighth. Um, yeah. Right, I got the Pistons and eighth seed. Just the go. way they're built. They're built to make the playoffs, but they're not built to go any further than like the first round. So really depends on Blake Griffin's health. Yeah. I mean, like they're, I think they're actually doing, I would, I'd say they're doing good so far, but that's without Blake Griffin, but the guy's always injured, so. And the health of Derrick Rose, too. Derrick Rose, yeah, he's been great, but we all know he's going to be injured at some point. Yep. Yeah, I just, I just <laughs> don't see it just because of the health. That's, that's the yeah. one question mark with them. Is their health, um, and yeah, they're 
second best player, right? I guess you could argue, you make an argument that it's the best player. He's out right now. Drummond is putting up crazy yeah, numbers. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Probably best center in the league right now, um, at least numbers-wise. But, yeah, I just don't see them staying healthy enough to, to make it in. But that's just me. Anyways, let's get to seed seven. Seven seed. So, I got the Nets here. Jordan, who do you got? Got the Miami Heat. Okay, okay, Stefan. I got the Nets. Um, Kyrie's going to do good, but there's just not enough talent right now for them to get any further up. But they'll make the playoffs for sure. Seven is a good spot for them. Watch out next year, though, when KD's back. Oh, if that guy comes back strong, they could be top three. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Top three? Yeah. (laughs) But KD's not going to come back the same KD. Even if he's 70%. Yeah, even if it's true. That's still better than most players in the league. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I got the Nets finishing like that low because obviously Kyrie's gonna be putting up crazy numbers and stuff, but he just can't lead his team to wins. Like we've seen it already. We saw it early on with the Cavs. We saw it now with the Celtics. We've even seen it in the first week of the season in which a report came out that Kyrie was having mood swings and was scaring the team and they're wondering what they did wrong and he's just disassociating himself from the team. Already. Already. In preseason this <laughs> happened. So like, I, I, when that guy's your best player, I think it's just downhill. But I think they do have enough talent to sneak oh, into do, that seven sure. yeah. spot. Funniest yeah. thing is, is like KD 100 has Kyrie's back and all this, which is like, <laughs> which is like, just kind of makes sense because like they're both kind of like the sensitive type. Of course, so they're a match made in heaven. Yeah, but he does yeah. have a nice roster built around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he does. Has, he has some good young guys. Yeah, Joe Harris. He's still got DeAndre. He's got Levert. Jared Allen. And he's got he's got some good players, but I don't think it's good enough for him to actually lead them past the first some round. of the top dogs, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so you had the Heat, right, as your seventh? I know, seventh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I have the Heat as my sixth. Who do you have as your sixth? Yeah, I actually have the Heat, too. The Heat? Um, yeah. You? I I got the Nets, so. Okay, okay, so we just, like, switch (laughs) the sixth and seventh. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, I think my reason behind that is, like, the Heat have been good so far. You know, we got the rookie, Kendrick Nunn. I'm a big fan of him. Personally, I, I don't think he'll keep it up. But I'm still very. I'm, I always love the stories of kind of an undrafted rookie. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, he was in the G League in Golden State, so that's kind of funny because they could really use them. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah he'd be I think the star. Right yeah, there. I think the Nets are a bit more of a polished team. You know, we got Kyrie, but they also got some good young guys around them as well, DeAndre Jordan and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Torian Prince has been like pretty solid so far, so I just think they're a bit more of a polished team. So that's why I'm mean, gonna put them ahead of the Heat this year, but not by much. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got the heat a bit over the Nets just because I think the way they they have built this roster defensively, especially bringing in Jimmy Butler this year, I think that's going to carry them to a bit further past the Nets. Um, And just the the talent that we don't really really talk about. But, um, like, you know, they got Drogic still there. He's now healthy and contributing. Um, Winslow quietly had a really good season last year, even running point guard a lot of the time. Um, He's keeping that up so far. Bam is stepping right into Whiteside's role, um, arguably doing even better than Whiteside was when he left Miami. He's been doing amazing to start the season. And then, yeah, they got the young guys, Tyler Hero, great shooter, and can easily create his own shot. And then, obviously, Kendrick Nunn. um, What can you say about this guy? I think Jordan summed it up. 
G League talent stepping right into arguably rookie of the year. So like yeah, yeah, I got the heat yeah. a bit of the next. Miami's year. always built their roster for defense and that translates well. So good coaching too. Spolstra's yeah. done a really good job of you know post like big three era. He, he's kept you know, they haven't been the best team, but he's kept them relevant and he's gotten them to the playoffs some of the time. So mm-hmm. I think he's really proven that he's a good coach post uh, big three era. Yeah, for sure. Great coach. And Jimmy coach. Butler has something to prove with his own team right now, right? Can, can so. he lead the young guys kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because right now he's yeah. definitely not the leader. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Kendrick yeah, Nutt. He's been, but yeah. it's, it's still early in the season, so we'll see how it goes. Um, for fifth seed, I got the Pacers. Who do you guys have? I have the Pacers too, actually. Okay, let's get it. Yeah, uh, same here. You got the, we all yeah. got the Pacers yeah. at fifth. They'll okay. be middle of the pack right now, especially with Ola Yeah, that's but the But they're, they're built well enough to still, like, be good right in the east so they still got a really good team like they didn't they lost a few plays in the offseason but whoever they picked up replaced that really well yep. so they still got their good young core um good defensive team they can shoot they can score so this seed is like perfect for them yeah i think if we based on the teams we haven't mentioned so far i'm pretty sure we all have the same top five maybe different, different orders order. yeah but um yeah i think pacers are at the bottom of that top five just, you know, based on the rosters of the top four, if that makes any yeah. sense. And Different also, story if Depot was healthy, though. Right, I, right, I, definitely. I might even put them third. If yeah, so definitely, so. definitely, especially with the way Brogdon's been playing so far to start the yeah, season. He's, yeah, he's been unreal. He's always been a 50-40-90 guy. He's keeping that up with assists this yeah, year. Yeah, with, with the, the, with the opportunity of Depot out, he's really proven that he, he can kind of be that guy in the middle of the pack in the East. For sure, for sure. All right, and then uh, fourth seed, I got the Celtics. Ooh, I got the Raptors. Okay. I got the Celtics. <laughs> okay, so some different opinions yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, I got the Celtics below the Raptors just because I, I just can't see the Raptors falling that far. Um, based on the season they had last year, you know, they went, se- I think it was 17-5 and five or yeah, something like that without Kawhi. Kawhi. Yeah. So, and they don't have Kawhi this year, obviously, so I think that continues this year. I don't see why not, especially with Siakam taking a leap, as we've seen so far Huge early lead. in the season. Huge and and Anunobi coming into this yeah. great defensive yeah, role as well. I, sure. So, I cannot argue the Celtics above the Raptors with the Celtics. Um, it's close. They, it's, but... it's close, but they have a question mark at the five spot, right? They got Cantor. Oh, and yeah. Who else? And he's out right now. And so he's injured. Got some, so, I don't know, Robert Williams and Th- Daniel Thice. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's why I got the Celtics. Celtics Raptors. did beat the Raptors uh, earlier this year, though. They, yeah. So they, but it yeah. was close. So. One game. I mean, I'll, I'll talk about my third pick right now because it's like flip-flops. I got the Celtics third instead. Yeah. I just think the Celtics are going to be... They have better talent than the Raptors do right now, if you look at their roster. Um, the Raptors, you know, they still got Larry's playing well right now. Um, Siakam's playing well. But there's a big drop-off after that. Um, the Celtics are just better top to bottom. They still got guys like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. They got Kemba. Um, Cantor, when he comes back, he can still give you points. He'll give you some rebounding. Um, so I just think the way they're built is better off than the, uh, the Raptors. I think that's going to translate a little bit better. Um, I just don't see the Raptors the way they're built right now. Like, if Lowry didn't step up last night, they probably got blown out, right? He was hitting key shots, so um, I just don't think the talent is there compared to where it was last year. Enough wow. for them to be a third seed. Wow. You just have no faith in the Raptors, eh? Well, like, Siakam, he'll, he'll be, you know, he'll play well, but when he was second fiddle last year, it was nice because he had 
Leonard leading them and then Siakam giving you like 20 a game. But now you have Siakam who's leading you, and I don't think Lowry can keep this up. Okay. Um, based okay. on what we saw. And after Lowry, you know, who you have? You have Van Vliet, Ibaka. Ibaka's you know, been. The drop off offense is just, it's not going to be there. Um, they're still going to be a good defensive team, but I just don't think the offense is going to be there on a nightly basis. Um, Celtics are just as good defensively, in my opinion, uh, but they can score the ball a bit better with, you know, Kemba and all those guys. So. Okay, okay. Like, yeah, I can see the argument. Just, it, you look at it on paper, yeah. I think that kind of makes sense. But based on what the Raptors have proven, I, it's just, it's hard to argue against yeah. them. It's just, yeah. Yeah, I just, guess I don't have specific arguments. I just, I mean, I'm also a big fan of the Raptors, you know me. But, yeah, I, I got Raptors third. I got them over the Celtics. Um, I think they are better defensively. I just, I kind of see Celtics as just a team that's, I guess the Raptors have choked in the past. But I just kind of like... I see Celtics being a bit more disappointing this year as opposed to the Raptors. I just think they got a more polished team. Like, Siakam's going to average like at least 25 a game this year. Lowry, I don't think he'll average 24, but I think he will average around 20 this year. Just with the opportunity of Qui-Gon, like, that's a lot of opportunity for you guys to step up. I think they got a decent bench with a... Um, they got a Bach and Powell. They got some young guys stepping up to put Van Fleet to start as well. I don't think they're a lot better than the Celtics, but... It's close. It's close, but I I won't put them above the uh, above the Celtics. And I'll put them I will say this, seed. that I think the Celtics have more to prove now with uh, Kyrie gone. I think the chemistry is going to be a lot better, so that might actually yeah. help them in the long run. Yeah, it's a tough one, because Kemba's, like, we've never really seen him lead a team. Exactly. Yeah. Be, I mean, he led the... the <laughs> But they weren't very good. So but we got uh, Rozier now, so that's good. <laughs> Rozier, he's he started off kind of slow, but he's had a few good like past three games. I think he's been around nineteen twenty best, points. So. Not even their best player. It's no, like, he's he's who is their best player? Probably Michael Kilgickers. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Devontae Graham, maybe that guy's Frank Kaminsky. Yeah, Devontae Graham was. Frank Kaminsky. Anyways, anyways, let's let's move on to Wait, the. Did you say Raptors at third? Yeah, yeah, okay, I did. Okay. Uh, so I, we've all discussed our third and fourth. Let's move on to our second. I got the Bucks. I got the guys. Bucks too. I got the 76ers. Okay, so we just flip yeah. flop that. Okay. Because <laughs> obviously those are gonna be the top two teams. Yeah, yeah. Most, yeah. most likely for sure. No, I I definitely think Philly's better than the Bucks. Like, I with the Bucks losing Brogdon. I just think that yeah, that's a huge Wesley loss. Matthews. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think I think Wesley Matthews is definitely much better defensively than Brogdon, but if you're going to go by offense, obviously they lose the shooting and the scoring and the passing from Brogdon. Which you need around Giannis. Yeah. Yeah. But so. defensively, and this is coming from a Mavs fan, I saw him in the team for four years. Yeah, he's a streaky shooter, but he's lo- he's a lockdown defender and he can... He can lock guys up, so... Uh, is he a defensive monster? I wouldn't say he's a defensive monster. That's only Trevor... <laughs> 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 so I will say that, but, uh... Yeah, I, I think... I, I do have the Bucks. I think uh, Giannis is going to have another big season. I think the 76ers got better defensively, but I think overall they got worse than last year, in my opinion. Hmm. Slightly. Slightly. I but I think they got better defensively, like but I just think they're a bigger team, and I think it's going to kind of slow down their offense again. Like, they're a easy to start in line. They're, they're massive. Huge. They're, like, all seven-footers. Yeah, so I think that's going to kind of slow them down and transition a bit. So, 
I That's think the Jimmy Butler leaving was kind of addition by subtraction, just because now Embiid's gonna have a, a bigger opportunity to show what he can do. Same with Simmons and Harris. Like they those lost guys. JJ too, though, and that's that, those. They needed that shooting. Yeah, I mean, they still got some like Jason Richardson. Um, he he could shoot. Um, Horford can shoot too as a big. So I think the way they built their their roster now in the off season is going to lead them to a better season than the Bucks right now. When it comes to playoff times, we'll see. But I think they're going to be a really really good be close, um, regular season team. I think Simmons is going to take the next step, too, and he'll have an even better season than he did yeah, last year. Yeah, it's all those three-pointers he's shooting, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe, maybe they've lost. I think Redick is by far the biggest loss to this team. Not Jimmy Butler? No, absolutely not. I don't like Jimmy absolutely. Butler either, but I, I will say, I think he's better than J.J. Redick. Especially he's a young. better player, but for this team and for what they need, yeah. like, who's filling in that Redick role? No, They, they don't have anyone I that can do like that now. Whereas... <laughs> And he, I he's mean, not yeah, going to play. one big shot, right? But, like, yeah, he's, he's not, not going to play a whole lot. They right, don't, exactly. Also, the Bucks and the Sixers, they, neither of them really have much of a bench, I'd no, say. They don't. They, the have a, they, have, they, have a, they both have great starting lineups, but I just I don't see much bench play. The Sixers there. have, the Sixers have a bench. Who? Because they have... TJ um, McConnell? Matisse uh, Thibel. That guy, he's a rookie that basically only focuses on defense, which is, it fits the team right now, right? They're very, like, they're top two defensive teams in the league right now. who's scoring off the bench? You got James Ennis. He did extremely well in the playoffs last year. I mean, you guys saw that against the Raptors. You got Mike Scott, who could come in and hit shots as well. Um, Thibel is definitely not scoring, but defensively, as I said, off that bench, that's huge. Um, so you, you I don't, have I, few... even the names you listed, I, I don't, I don't see much coming there. Like maybe they can hit a three, but I don't, I don't see them really giving. Much. And you... with the starting lineups, with the talent they have in the starting lineups, there's not much room for players to come off the bench and get minutes. Like those guys are gonna be playing a lot. And what's wrong? Yeah, the, which is even better because you, if you have yeah. on that lineup on the floor for the majority of the game, if you can stagger Horford and Embiid, right? So you always have that presence in the paint, like. I think this team is suited to do extremely well in the regular season. Yeah, yeah, they'll offensively, do well. yeah, of course great. I there just... are question marks with spacing, but yeah. defensively is where. Yeah, they de- I, I agree. I think defensively, they're probably the second best team in the league. Yeah. Like a uh, defensively second yeah. best team in the league. Mm-hmm. I give that to the Clippers, but uh, yeah, they'll, they'll be a very good team in the East. I just personally, I got the box over them. It'll be close. It'll, it'll be, be close. yeah, it'll be close. And but they've been great. But they're they're undefeated, five and zero so far. Exactly. Yeah, so that's yeah. good. Um, yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, we can move on to the West here. Uh, starting off with our eight seeds. I this was the eighth was probably the hardest, and I I picked the Timberwolves. Yeah, I got the Timberwolves too. Okay. Between the Wolves, okay. the Mavs, and the Suns, and I went with the Wolves. I got the Wolves just based on Cat and uh, how they've been doing so far. Yeah, they've been doing pretty well. I think he's he'll lead the team to an eight seed. Um, Comes down to Wiggins though. Yeah, they still got Wiggins, they still got Teague, he had a good game last night. Um, they still got some pieces here and there. Enough to be an 8th seed, but they won't get further than that. Uh, but yeah, I got them in the 8th seed. Okay, yeah, and they, you, one guy you didn't mention was Jarrett Culver. Oh, uh, he's nice. And he, Koji. Koji's Okoji too. Oh, defensively, he, yeah, he's great. Sad, he's great defensively. So yeah, oh, man. they got some nice. Yeah. Base, like it's like the, it, at the end of the day, it's the Timberwolves, and like we've never really seen yeah. much from them. They kind of been that like eighth to tenth seed. Yeah. 
I think they were in the playoffs a couple years ago, weren't they against? They yeah, they were. Yeah, um, so but, but it's and but they and Covington too. Oh, I forgot oh, about him. He's, right. he's a good good three. No, Sarge got traded to Phoenix. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. but Same. like Covington as your starting four. Yeah, it's not bad. Well, yeah. They're a good defensive team without Definitely. Yeah. So we'll see how they do. Eight seed, all biases aside, I got the Dallas Mavericks. Okay, I, it's I, I think they're yeah. sneaking back into the playoffs this year. I think they've had a I think they've had a solid start to the season. Luca's got his second guy. I think they all they got those two vet. I, okay. Luca is a young guy, but I consider him a vet just on based on what he can do. And okay, they cool. also got they also got I can think they got a decent well polished team. They got coaching, they got a bunch of young guys that are stepping up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to sneak back into the playoffs this year. Probably lose in the first round, because that'll probably be against the Clippers. But, uh, yeah, I think they sneak back into the playoffs this year finally, because they've been pretty disappointing since winning the championship in 2011. Yeah, and I mean, with the, <laughs> the, with the way they played against the Lakers. Yeah, I they think, played amazing. Yeah, like, you should see it. should have had it, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, you can see that they're ready. I, and yeah. Przingis, depending on how much he plays, that's why I had I couldn't yeah. choose them. He's been good it's such a and, question mark. Yeah, he's been really good so far, though. Yes, for a so guy far, that hasn't yeah. played in like what a year and a half or something. Yeah. Exactly, he's been pretty solid. It so. just shows how much better he could be. But yeah, if you have the coaches coming into the season already saying he's gonna miss twenty games, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna trust yeah. that. But Fair yeah, enough. like I could understand the pick. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the seventh seed. Uh, I got the Utah Jazz here. Whoa! Yeah, Whoa! that's right. That's right. They're overrated. Jeez. That's right. They're way overrated. Yeah, yeah. I got, uh, I got the Blazers 7th seed. What? Yeah, yeah. I just think there's too many. There's a lot more better teams than, than the Blazers. I just think that... Yeah. It's always the same, the Lillard and McCollum show. I think <laughs> it's so, true. Basically, you're just bored of them. No. Okay, before we get into that, I got the Blazers at the 7th seed, too. Yeah, like... Okay, I think the Blazers are good. I don't think they've gotten better. No, they and haven't. I think... Okay, so this is my How thing. they not gotten better? They the, got the, the soft white side. Yeah, they lost Cantor. I do think Cantor's better than Whiteside. Uh, I'm gonna yes. go ahead and say that Cantor. Okay, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I think the Blazers stayed the same while, in general, the West got better. So that's why I'm putting them down a bit. I don't think the Blazers are a bad team, but in the stacked West, yeah. it's tough. Even good teams that could miss the playoffs. So I, I got them as the seventh seed. Yeah, I got them. I, I also don't really trust Lillard and McCollum no. in the playoffs. There's just something about their three-point shooting well, that well, is hit or miss. this is the regular season, though. No, I'm basing this off of the stuff I've seen in the playoffs, too. Okay. I just think every team got a lot better yeah. than the Blazers did. Yeah. Um, so, and I just don't think... Yeah, they got Whiteside, but I just don't see the chemistry being there. Whiteside, on the teams he's been, well, he's been with Miami. There's always been issues with him. Yeah, it's true. So, he's always, there's always some issue with him. I think Cantor was a better fit with the Blazers than Whiteside will be. Um, Nurkic's so, still out too. He yeah. could be. He could be out. He'll, he will be out all year. So that's no, it. no. He's he's supposed to come back in February, March. But be, yeah, most right, but, that's, most that's but to be safe, he could be out the whole year. So I think yeah, they should yeah. expect him to be out the whole year. So I but, just don't see them. Yeah. Up. Like I, I I disagree. They definitely got better just by the fact that of like continuation. So they have the team that was there last year. That I think they finished third seed last year. And they have that same teams. They stuck together, unlike all these other teams that are pretty much new. And on top of that, you add in Hassan Whiteside. You add in the the rookie uh, Afrini Simons, who yeah, hit nice. an yeah. amazing shot yesterday. Um, so you know now you have 
not just those two guards, but you have a guard that can create off the bench and hit shots, and you have Hassan Whiteside who seems to be re-motivated. I think he's in a contract year now, so he has some more motivation. Um, and he's been playing great. I think he's averaging like 14 rebounds a game. Um, said he wants to average a triple double. I don't think that's gonna Who happen. Who said with that? Assists. Uh, Whiteside did. He. It's not gonna happen with assists, but he uh, he'll be a constant double double threat. And yeah. then yeah, we'll see For when Nurkic comes back. Until but, yeah, until Nurkic. Yeah, back. yeah. I def Anyways, I I disagree with you guys, but. Um, so who'd you, who'd you say seven? Oh, you, my, said, you, you said Utah. Yeah, so I said the Jazz. I just think they're just way overrated. Just. Maybe in the East, you know, they'd be one of the top teams, but in the West, there's just too many teams better than uh, them. You ain't gonna like my picks. Yes. <laughs> As you keep going, you ain't gonna like my picks. Well, okay, well, let's keep going then, because <laughs> for sixth place, I got the Spurs. Hey, I got the Spurs. Okay! okay. I got the Spurs. Let's, let's go! <laughs> three for three! Okay. Yeah, Spurs are teams that hit or miss. Like, obviously, if you're a fan of the NBA. You've seen in the last 20 years, they've always made the playoffs. Yeah. They're not really that top team. Sorry, DeRozan, I gotta say it. I love you, but you're not that guy. You don't... Siakam's he... better than you! I hate to be that guy. Like, he doesn't have that dog in him, you know? Like, he like he, he, he has a good shooter, but he's streaky. And you can't depend on him to, to score in the clutch. So, Aldridge, again, like, he can be good, but at times he's streaky. So, they won't make the playoffs. They could make it past the first round, but I don't think they're going to make it to, like, the conference finals or the finals or anything like that. Aldridge had, like, five points against the Clippers, like, two a couple games ago. So. Oh, that's the game that Daryl's one off. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Um, they did get some guys back, like DeJounte Murray. Yeah, he'll, so, sure. he'll be nice. They'll be a good defensive team. They always are, but... Once again, I think a lot of other West. teams got better than the Spurs did. Yeah. So they'll be middle of the pack. So I think six seed is like perfect for them. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, yeah, you guys pretty much said everything. DeJounte Murray coming back and just the fact that you can never count the Spurs out. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I never hear people say Spurs are guaranteed to make the playoffs. Yep. They never list the Spurs, but they make it every single year. So yeah, yeah. I'm not counting them out. Um, let's move on to the fifth seed. I got the Rockets here. Who do you guys have? I have Utah. I got the Lakers. Ooh, oh, we're all different. Ooh. Okay, okay. So, let, Jordan, why don't you explain your Lakers fifth seed pick? Uh, well, I don't like that number 23 guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, after he destroyed um, the Mavs, that's understandable. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, I just like the Lakers, they're, they're a brand new team. Like, okay. obviously... Like, isn't there like one, two guys from last year that are on Yeah, the team? LeBron and so, Guzman. I'm KCP, but he's the worst player of all time. <laughs> yeah, didn't he steal like millions of dollars from the Lakers? 16, <laughs> I think. Yeah. They're still looking for him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think they'll. I know obviously people are like overrated. The Mole are going to be first. Um, I think they will, I think they will be good, but uh, I, I just I don't see it. They're a brand new team. So I don't think they'll be that good. <laughs> There's, yeah, okay, yeah. I see. Okay, because before the season started, I had them in six. Honestly, yeah, finishing the like best case scenario six. Now I, I'll save it for later. Yeah, where I have them, that but like, overrates them as first, but <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um, oh, I know they're in first, but like I meant like we're talking predictions at the end of the season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I got Utah's fifth because I think they got some nice offseason moves. Yeah, they definitely uh, got better. Conley and uh, Conley's Boban. been disappointing so far, though. He has. He'll Hopefully. pick it up. He right? will pick so, it up for sure. And they got Boban too. I think they're gonna. They have a nice well. starting lineup actually. Like yeah. Don Mitchell, Conley, uh, Ingles. Donovich, Gobert, like that's a great shooting team. They're always going to be one of the best defensive teams in the league. Yeah, so for sure. I think based on defense and the offseason moves that they got better on offense, I think fifth seed is just right for them. Okay, okay yeah, and I got the Rockets here at fifth because they're pretty much like they have first seed talent, but they have like eighth seed level chemistry. I, I just don't see how Harden and Westbrook, they've already shown it. Like Harden is terrible, man. Harden is terrible this year. He's shooting, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he's shooting in the 20% from three. Like, he's just brutal. And the offense has changed where they're now doing six seconds or less. So you got Westbrook <laughs> pushing it up the court. Harden only has six. He doesn't have 20 seconds to dribble and create by himself. He's more shooting it off the catch now. And he's not, like, the best at that. Like, yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a decent shooter when he can create it for himself, but not like that. So, uh, yeah, I just have Harden going way down. Westbrook and Harden not working together. Dan Tony, it's the same thing year after year. Fire Dan Tony because you've reached your ceiling. You've reached your ceiling. Harden is average. His field goal percentage is 36%, and his three point percentage is 20%. Oh! And that's that's 36 points a game, meaning he's getting like half of that off of free throws. So that's, and his usage rate is what, like 40% or something? Like, it's crazy, man. He, he's the worst, best player I've yeah. ever seen. Anyways, uh, you guys know me and Dean's opinion on uh, uh, Harden. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm sure he's gonna anger us all year <laughs> yeah. anyway, so cool. we'll get more into that. But let's get into the fourth seed here. I got the Nuggets in fourth. Nice. I got yeah. the Rockets. Um, I Ooh. think the chemistry's gonna get even better. Um, Harden, yeah, he's not shooting well. I think the shooting percentage is gonna go up from here. They're already averaging like 36 at 9. Um, Westbrook's averaging 9 assists too. The chemistry's gonna get a lot better. They're gonna shoot better for sure. I don't see them finishing the year with 20%. So um, I think it'll be middle of the pack. Um, they're always a good regular season team. It's always in the playoffs that they fall apart. But um, yeah, fourth seed for the Rockets. Yeah, I got the Rockets fourth seed too. I had to put my biases aside because I do not like the Rockets. Westbrook and Harden, not a fan of them, but. They, they still are solid players, they can do their thing, so I got them as a four seed. I can't really see them much higher. Mm-hmm. Just kind of adding Westbrook in there is like a whole new ball game. Like it's just, it like, makes re- them so much worse. I, I, <laughs> I agree, but it's, just, it's hard to adjust to that, so we'll just have to see how it goes. But yeah, got them at the four seed. We'll see how it yes. goes. And I got the Nuggets just because the teams who I've chosen above the Nuggets, I feel like all got better, whereas the Nuggets really didn't do anything in the offseason. So, yeah, that's why I have them sliding all the way down to fourth. Um, it's basically, yeah, it's the same team as last year. Yeah, they have Michael Porter Jr., but they're not playing him pretty much at all. Um, it's tough. They have a lot of talented guys. They, they're, they're deep and team. And they have really, they're deep really team. good contracts and stuff, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I got the Nuggets fourth, and then in third, I got the Lakers. Who do you guys have in third? I have the Nuggets in third just because they're all really young guys, but I think they're young enough that there's still uh, room for improvement. So all those young guys can still take a next step forward. Um, Opposite to the Blazers, who I think we've seen kind of the ceiling for those guys. (laughs) The Blazers just have... uh, Sorry, the, the Nuggets just have a really young core. And I do think those guys are going to get better. They're going to take the next step. Um, the Blazers, I think they've reached their ceiling. 
Um, CJ McCollum is a mid-range god. We all know that. We saw that live. But I do think um, Michael Porter is going to give them a, a spark late season off the bench once he gets better, once he gets healthy. Um, so yeah, the Nuggets third seed, baby. Yeah, okay. I got the Lakers third seed. <laughs> it's going to surprise... Okay, yeah, you think you are, you already know who I have second? No, please tell oh, us. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm going to my third. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah sure, okay, sure. okay. I got the Lakers third, I think. <laughs> As I said, I had them finishing sixth before the season started. But, um, yeah, based on how the season has started, I, I had them moving all the way up to third just because of... I, I just didn't expect them to gel this quickly together, you know? Like, I thought it would take them at least 20 games. Yes, that's right, 20 games for them to figure it out. But it seems like they figured it out at game two. So, you know what, listeners? You guys need to go back and listen to our late season playoff predictions. Or um, rankings, and then let us know if we were right or if we were wrong. Because I'm curious, because you had the Lakers 6th. I forgot what I had them at, but anyways. It would be good to go back and compare and see if we were right or if we were wrong. You heard him. You yeah. heard the man commanding to do it. Yeah, so third seed, same as Stefan. I got the Denver Nuggets. Nice. I think they're just a team that's been together for a while now. You can kind of count on them to, you know, they got the chemistry. They got a lot of the same guys back, so it's not like they got a new team. They got to redo things. So I think they'll be solid. They got the veterans of, like, you know, Millsap, Jokic, but they also got some young guys that are getting a lot better, too. Okay, fair enough, because... If we're moving on to the second seed, what I have to say is that I have the have the Trailblazers in second. What? You guys have them in seventh. What? They finished third last season. Yeah, but the West got a lot better. Hassan Whiteside is not Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal, okay? He's not. He's playing like it. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's playing like Hassan Whiteside. Please. Yeah, prime Hassan Whiteside that was averaging was like 10 blocks a game. Prime. <laughs> come on, come on. The Trailblazers got better and they finished third last season. Why would I not expect them to improve? Ooh. Also, as I, as I said, they got the, the continuation factor, right? The team that stayed together. Chemistry counts for something. They don't have to figure it out like the Lakers or even the Clippers once Paul George comes back. They don't have to figure it out. So, yeah, I, I got the Trailblazers second. Is that the team that got blown out last year in the playoffs? Oh! In the playoffs! <laughs> Not the regular season. All Did right. you guys say your seconds? No, I have uh, the Clippers second. Oh! Wow! What? Yeah, they... <laughs> <laughs> wow! That's almost worse than the Blazers pick. <laughs> they're, they're gonna do good. My first pick is better than the Clippers. That's all I have to say. Clippers yeah, are gonna be good. We'll say no, that. no disrespect for them. They're gonna do well. But my first pick is gonna do better than the Clippers. All right, second seed, Utah Jazz. Whoa! I had them at seventh. Oh I know. That's why I was like reacting so no, badly right. to you. No, I, right. I think they got a lot better this offseason. Their starting lineup is second. ridiculous. Conley, Mitchell, Conley's playing like trash. No, he's so played far. good the last couple. He games. had a good game, yeah. but that's it. Yeah, I'll get it back. But they, I think they have a six starting lineup, and obviously a lot of people call them like overrated and stuff. I, I think, I think they're a very underrated team. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people this year once they get that chemistry down. So, yeah, I got them at the second seed. Okay, um, interesting, interesting, and here we go. First seed. <laughs> The Los Angeles Clippers for me. 
Jordan, who do you have? Yeah, I got the Clippers, too. The Clippers and Stefan, who do you have? I got the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> oh, boo. I got the Los Angeles Lakers. Who else are you going to say? I think the uh, the 80 LeBron combo is going to work well enough to get them in the first seed. Um, I do think that they, they built the roster nicely around them and those guys. Um, Kuzma, he's had, it was his first game last game. so. But he's still I, on minutes restriction. Exactly, and they're still doing pretty well right now. I know it's only early season, but... I do think they're going to get better based on what we saw from LeBron, too, against the Mavs. I just think they're built so nicely defensive, uh, defensively as well. They can shoot the ball. But not the Clippers. Um, they can pass. Uh, I think the Lakers are going to be first. I think it's going to be close between the Lakers and Clippers. They could flip-flop, but I got the Lakers first. I Yeah, I got to disagree on that. I think... I don't know. I, th- I think the Clippers have been a well-polished team before they got Kawhi and PG. And now you're adding both of these superstars, which are like two MVP Defensive Player of the Year candidates if when Kawhi plays a full season. So I just, like, I think they're doing so well f- so far. And we haven't even seen PG. And, like, defensively, they're just going to be ridiculous. You got you got Beverly. You got Paul George. You got uh, Kawhi. Harrell's good defensively, too. And their bench is going to be ridiculous. Lou Williams and Harrell were the... the the leading candidates for six men of the year. And they're on the same team. And they got some young guys that are getting better too. Shamat is a really good. And they got some good role players too. Mm-hmm. I Some people might say it's close, but I don't think it's going to be close. I think at the end of the season, Clippers are going to be better than the Lakers for sure. I think by, by far they're the best team of the league. Yeah, definitely. By far they're one of the best teams ever, ever constructed. Wow. Especially ever? in the last... Yes! Ever? Yes! Even, oh. even better than the KD Warriors? No, I didn't say the best. Like, I think that would be the best. The oh, KD okay, Warriors okay. are the best. Maybe I, thought, I thought you said best ever. No, no, no. They're one of the best. Oh, okay, okay. You know, obviously the 90s Bulls and stuff. But, like, and, you know, they got Beverly. You got Kawhi. You got Paul George. Right there, you're not scoring on them on the perimeter. Then inside, yeah, you can argue. Oh, I forgot about him, too. He's young. Yeah, the guy, <laughs> the Lakers traded <laughs> yeah. for Mike Muscala, the worst catch and shoot three point shooter in the whole league. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just think they're roster. And then you got Lou Will still coming off the bench, yeah. so you have the same team as last year. But you, you subtract Shy and Gallinari, but you replace them with yeah Kawhi and Paul George, right? So yeah. how can you argue against that? The only thing holding them back is load management. So Kawhi sitting out. Especially here early in the season when Paul George isn't yeah. there to he, carry it. Kawhi's not going to be sitting out at like 22 games like he did last year. They already said that. I think he will sit out like maybe 10 games, but I don't think he'll be sitting out as much as he did last year because yeah. he's more healthy this year and stuff like that. He's not coming off of a major injury like he did the year before, so I, I don't think he's going to be sitting out as much, which makes the Clippers better. Yeah, and I just don't believe them. I think he'll sit out like at least twenty games. Like I don't. I think they're just saying. But they've that. heard. They've already said that they're not going to. Yeah, and what makes me not believe them is they've literally rested him in the first. Yeah, four because games. it was four games. Yeah, because it was a back to back. But the season just started. Yeah, but there's not that many back to backs for a team in a season. There's not twenty back. But you're telling me that after all this off season, he can't play a back to back in the first four games. They're just trying to play it safe, I guess. So yeah, not risk it. Um, but I don't know. I just think with LeBron moving more into a, a playmaker role, 
And with AD taking on a bigger role as well, if AD stays healthy, if LeBron that's a big uh, stays healthy, then I think those guys right there can leave Lakers first. I know that the Clippers are built really well, but uh, Paul George and Kawhi, they're kind of the same player. Um, they need the ball, so I'm just not sure if that's going to be a better pairing than the Lakers have um, on we'll offense. See, we'll see. So I think it's pretty close, but I'll go with the Lakers edging them out uh, for first seed. All right, all right, and that is our playoff predictions. So let's move on to some more predictions, this type in the kind of awards. Um, so why don't we start off with MV... No, no let's save MVP R- for last. Let's start off with Rookie of the Year. Um, I have the obvious pick of Kendrick Nunn, who's just been killing it for the Miami Heat to start the season. Who do you guys have? Yeah, Kendrick Nunn is my third. Can he keep it up, right? though? Do you, can you really rely on this undrafted rookie? He's great, and I love the story, but can you keep keep it up? The thing is, even if he I, regresses a bit, I think he's still yeah. The award, like if right? he's maybe like, he's not scoring 25, 20 to twenty five yeah. points a game, but like yeah, he's still rookie of the year numbers. I think I had that same question too, but once I saw him doing it with Jimmy Butler back. Yeah, that answered all yeah. those questions. But Butler's only been back for, like, what, a game? For a couple of games, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still early in the yeah. season, but from what we've seen so far, yeah, I, I'd have to go with none. I mean, I, I said R.J. Barrett last episode. It's good, it's good pick. Um, and I think he still has a very strong case, um, especially if the Knicks... Because John Morant is someone you also have to look at, but the, I think the Grizzlies will do so poorly that you can't really give him I, the award. No, I, I, I never look at Rookie of the Year based on the standings. Though. Oh, because I definitely... No, not at all. Luka won it last year and then the worst team in the league. Yeah, but his competition was Trey Young, and they are also one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, I guess so. so. And then I think the year, it depends, but depends I, 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 I wouldn't year. count someone out because they're on a bad team. Because at the end of the day, it's about the stats you put up. Rookie of the Year is, it not, is. It's not about like leading your team to like a first seed. That's yeah, more MVP. I think, but if you're a rookie putting up stats and doing that, yeah. that's that's yeah. obviously you can't overlook that. Okay, I don't see it that way at all, but fair enough. I think that yeah. if Kendrick Nunn regresses, then John Moran would probably be my second choice. But if we just assume that Kendrick Nunn is going to be on the same page, so even if he dips yeah. a little bit, then I'll go with Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with R.J. Barrett. Okay. Yeah, okay. I just I, I I love none. I, I love the story behind it. I just I don't see it keeping up. Um, I think Heat are a better team, so they're more polished. He has other people he's competing with. The Knicks aren't very good. I think it's kind of. I, I think it's kind of RJ's team to be honest. I think he has a lot of opportunity there. So I think obviously a lot can happen to the end of the season, but I, I see him getting rookie of the year. And I think that'd be a big step for Canadian ballers and stuff like that. So. Oh, yeah. And yeah. eventually when they all go to the Toronto Raptors, <laughs> it's going to be hype. Oh, <laughs> Let's boy. go. So, yeah. Okay. That's, that's what I got for rookie. But it, uh, Kendrick Nunn, based on, what, based on what we've seen so far, like it's, it's a good pick as well. I hope it keeps it up. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I love, I it's, love it's such a good story. Yeah, I love you stories know? like that, man. Like, it's awesome. So. It goes from 40 points in the preseason to everyone like, yeah, but Jimmy Butler wasn't there. Then he does it in the regular season. Then he does it when Jimmy Butler comes back. So it's yeah. like he keeps on. Yeah. The first time I wrong. saw was in a it was in a preseason. He dropped like forty. And exactly. like I, which is like I know it's preseason, but like when it's a guy you never heard of before, yeah. it's like who is this guy? Right. And he yeah. obviously they're not the best defenders, but he was doing it against like Harden and Westbrook. So actual NBA players, not just like yeah. G League people that yeah. didn't make the team. So he's a starting so. point guard right now too. Is he? Yeah. Yes. He, he is. Yeah. So it's interesting because Drogic has always kind of been the starting guy. Yeah. I know he does. 
struggle with health, which Dragic is the sixth man right now, yeah. which I think is an amazing option because he's he's a good scorer off the bench. So mm. we'll see yeah, how yeah. that that and goes. Stole his job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking right. of six man, uh, let's just move on to the six man of the year right now. Um, no, I. I, I thought about this, but I was like, yeah, there's no other clear option besides the clearest of options, so I yeah. just went with Lou Will, because how, how can you argue against Lou Will? Yeah, same here. I mean, Lou Will, it's kind of an easy pick, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 20 points per game off the bench. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, yeah I picked Lou Will as well. The only thing I will say is his value is definitely going down because they added Kawhi and PG, so I, do, sure. I know he comes off the bench, but at the same time, their closing lineup is going to be Lou William and like the mm-hmm. Kawhi and PG, so I do see his value going down. I just I find it hard to count him out. He's won six men in the year on different teams. Like he won it with the Raptors. I'm still <laughs> salty that I didn't resign him, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, I just I it's hard to say. Like there's some good candidates, but I see him winning it again. Yeah, because last year he led the league in points per game in the fourth quarter, right? But this year with Kawhi and Paul George, yeah, that's exactly. definitely not gonna happen. Again. Yeah, I still think he'll win it, but I do see his value going down, and I could see arguments being made against it. Yeah, and I I get the value going down thing, but again with the load management he's you're gonna have to rely on that guy because if you rest Kawhi, if paul george gets rest or he's always he seems to be hurt he has a shoulder injury right now you know you're gonna have to rely on lou will to score so i i do see the um the value going down thing but i also see them having to rely on him enough for him to win the award anyway so um yeah so that's six men let's move on most to improved. most improved yeah sure yeah. we'll go most improved right, i got uh i got bam on the heat the center okay he, he's been i i honestly i've seen reports and stuff of like stuff and like his numbers have gone way up and like i i definitely see him at least from what we've seen so far i definitely see him as the most improved player so far he's his numbers are really impressive I'm going back and forth between Trey Young and Brogdon. Those are my two picks. Um, Trey Young, huge uptick in his scoring. Um, better season this year. Uh, shooting a lot better percentage-wise, too. Um, if not for Trey Young, then I'll go with Brogdon. Brogdon has just been playing lights out right now. He's yep. playing super well. He's kind of turning himself into the leader for the Pacers while yep. Depot's out. So um, uptick in numbers as well, playing really well. Second in the league in assists right now. Still scoring and shooting well, so um, if I had to pick between one of the two, I'd probably say Brogdon. Uh, but Trey Young is my close second. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to argue it's, against Trey Young if he if he keeps it up. If he keeps this up, you you know like, that's unbelievable. Right yeah. yeah, we'll see how healthy he can stay. Um, Brogdon, the one thing I will say about that is that Oladipo, once he comes back, yeah, his value goes back. down a right. little bit. So with that being said. I'm really happy with my pick. I got Shy Gilgis Alexander. Oh, nice, nice. I didn't think of that. He's been putting up killer numbers. Actually. Averaging 22 points a game. Last year, he averaged only 12. So, nice. 10 points. He's averaging 7.2 rebounds. Last year, he averaged 3. He is the best player on Oklahoma City. You heard me correctly. Best player yep. in yeah. OKC. So far, for sure. He's their go-to guy. They'll be going to him all season. He's the future of that franchise. I got shy. Is he going to the Raptors too? Yes! Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Oh, that's a nasty lineup. Shy, Murray, Wiggins. Oh, let's go. Let's go. 
Right. You, and then, oh yeah, okay. You, you said who you have. Yeah. Hey, who'd you say? Uh, Bam. Yeah, Bam. Yeah, okay, yeah, Bam. And yeah. he's been really. You can't impressive. argue against Bam. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's. I think it most improved is the hardest thing to predict at the beginning of the season because like you don't know how the season's like. No, at the beginning of the season, no one thought Siakam, mm. but he clearly wanted that. Like, it's like it's yeah. so hard to predict. It's like even the base like the first five games, like things can change in like a couple weeks. Yeah, it, it's, it's the funny. hardest award to predict, but uh. Yeah, those are our picks. Especially when you have people that don't believe that sophomore players should get it because they expect every sophomore player to take a jump. Well, so it's it's true though. Yeah, but why? But why can't they win the award if they are the player that improved the most? Yeah, I don't. Well, you know what I mean? It wasn't Siakam's second year last year. I know, I know. Yeah. But like De'Aaron Fox was yeah. in that discussion. Anyways, let's move on to. Defense player. defense player of the year? Yeah, okay, yeah. defense player of the year. Uh, who do you guys have? I got Giannis. Okay, okay. I, I, you know, okay, I got a reason, because, like, he was a finalist for defensive player last year, and I think part of the reason he didn't win it is because uh, he won MVP. Oh. But because he won MVP last year, I don't think he's going to MVP this year, and that's why I think he's winning defensive player of the year. Yeah, that's a sound argument. Yeah. That's sound. <laughs> so that's who I got. Who do you have to defend? Uh, based on numbers, I got Towns. Um, he's averaging like two blocks I'd per game. I'd be okay with that. 2.5 steals per game. So. I can't see it either, but it'd be cool to see like a new guy win it, you know? Instead, Towns, of, it, instead of it being yeah. like but Gobert. Every based year. on how everything's going, I'd probably say Gobert again. Uh, he's he's just like the the cozy pick, you know? He's the guy that he's always going to be one of the finalists. It's a safe pick. But if I had to go risk it, I'll, I'll say Towns. Nice. And then speaking of Gobert, I don't have Gobert, um, but like the these awards are a bit um, based on reputation, right? Yeah. And I don't think Towns yeah, has a reputation no, at no. all. Like he's kind of yeah. seen as a soft guy, yeah. so I think it'll be harder for him. Whereas I have actually Embiid winning the award. Um, I just think with the the 76ers being the best or second best defensive team in the league, and Embiid being that anchor. Um, if he can play at least seventy games, yeah, I see, I see it going. Yeah, down. that's a big if. It's it, like it, it is. I, but I wouldn't say Embiid's injury prone, but he does struggle to stay healthy at times, and it obviously like puts your value down when you don't play this like the full season. Definitely, but, but each if he can year stay he's healthy, been playing more yeah. and more, so we'll yeah. see. If he can stay healthy, I think you got a solid argument. Um, yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. So let's MVP. and then finally MVP. Uh, yeah, I got Anthony Davis here. He that's, a, that's a good pick. If he yeah. can stay healthy, that's a solid pick. Yeah. I got Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Woo! Uh, this guy is high on Cat yeah. this year. Yeah. Okay. Defensive player and... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, like, never happens. <laughs> that's why I think Gobert's probably going to end up putting uh, deep points. That's why he was my safe pick. Okay, okay. But MVP, Towns for sure. He's putting up good numbers. I would love to see uh, that, honestly. Um, That'd be awesome. And like we mentioned, the Timberwolves, I mean, I had them in my eighth seed. Um, maybe they could even finish seventh. I think if they're... In the playoff run, I think Towns can easily get the, maybe not easily, but I think he'll be one of the front runners for MVP. Mm. Um, he's putting up good numbers. Uh, he's playing well, so yeah, I have Towns. Yeah. I see, yeah, offensively, I mean, he's he's putting up the most stats yeah. right now, right? Like, he's a fantasy MVP Can right he keep now. it up, though? So um, I, think, a big I think so. I think he I can. think he'll have a really great year. I don't know if he can put up that those kind of numbers all year though. And how does his team do? Right, like we yeah, we had yeah. them uh, sneaking into eight, yeah. but is that going to be good enough? Exactly. So yeah, uh, yeah, I got AD just because um, 
He if he puts up Pelicans type numbers while on the Lakers, yeah. leading them to a top three seed, while even, staying healthy though. and staying healthy, yeah. which I think he has more motivation to yeah. stay healthy yeah. this year. Yeah, but it's and, not his decision to stay healthy. Well, like if you get if, injured, you get injured. No, but if you count last year games out, he he didn't actually miss a lot of games until the end where they sat him out on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Right, so he, he it's not like he was injury prone and like last year he was just hurt all the time. Yeah. He, he actually can stay healthy. He's proven that yeah. he can play seasons. It's just, yeah, just they're, they're not going to hold him out on purpose yeah. for the yeah. last half of the season. Yeah. So that happens. Yeah, I, I got AD yeah. for sure. Um, MVP, I got Kawhi Leonard. Whoa! Wow. With the load management? Wow. Uh, with Paul we're, George, too? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think he's coming off of a big year because like the year before he it was a tough year for him like a lot of the drama that came in with the Spurs and then he comes back to a brand new team and people are already counting out the Raptors comes back wins a championship leads them to a, their first ever championship out of nowhere I think he's coming off of a big high I think he's a lot more healthy this year I don't think he's gonna be sitting as many games so. Uh, it's no argument that Kawhi is one of the best players in the league when healthy, so I think he's going to win MVP this year. I do think that his numbers are going to take a dip with Paul George coming back, so I just don't really see him. Yeah, um, from, a, yeah from a value perspective, exactly. yeah, that, that makes sense. I, I see what you mean. But, I mean, that's, that's a good pick, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just I just don't see him playing enough games to do it. He, he has the numbers for sure. Um, he has the... Uh, but he, I guess the status, I don't know if that's the right word, but like he, he's seen as he's likable and arguably top three player. If not, a lot of people actually look at him as the best player yeah, right now. I, so that's my opinion. I think he, he'll, he'll get votes. He'll get votes yeah. for sure. Hey, hey, hey. So. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's move on to best offseason move. Um, I got the Lakers trading their young core for AD. Um, Wait, what? Oh, that's the worst? No, it's the best. It's the best. Best off. Oh, oh yeah. okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I got the same thing. Lakers getting AD. Mm. I mean, like I said, I got them finishing first. If it wasn't for AD, that definitely wouldn't be the case. I do think he yeah, pushes yeah. him up to like a higher level. Yeah, just the way he's been playing right now, too. Like He's been good so far. Really yeah, so far. it just really shows that it was worth trading your future for you know someone like AD. So. Plus, he had that 40-20 game, which was nuts. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. That was my best move. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, best move I got just, just the Clippers. I think in general. Like, yeah, like I mean, they added Kawhi and PG. I mean, you're adding like two like MVP defensive player of the year candidates. Yeah. I think, and like even adding one of them is like a big deal. But you're adding both of them. Kawhi, you kind of saw it coming, but like PG, that that move came out of nowhere, and they traded like a million picks to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that was, and we haven't seen PG yet, and they're still playing well without him. So yeah. I think if they can find a way to work together, like I think that'd be a big move. So that's the best move, I think I've seen. So I'm excited to watch the Clippers this year. Yeah, hard to argue against that. Yeah. Um, and then worst offseason move, I had the Knicks basically saying all year long that they're going to get KD, Kyrie, and Zion. They ended up with Julius Randle, Taj Gibson, <laughs> Morris, Ivan Rabb, and Bobby Portis. Ivan Rabb? Wow. Five power forwards. Yeah, I got to so. agree with you on that. Um, yeah, the Knicks, they, that was pretty bad. It's, just, it's the same thing every year. Oh, we're going to get these top three yeah. agents, and then well, not only do you not get these top three agents, but you get, like, bad. 
It's you the end expectations, up with, You end up right? with Joakim Noah for like a max four years. Yeah. I went with the Hornets losing Kemba and replacing him. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I went with the Hornets replacing Kemba with Terry Rozier. <laughs> they mishandled that so badly. Yeah, they should have traded. They should have yeah, traded. Sign and trade or something, yeah. If you just compare where they were off, you know, last year <laughs> compared to this year. They were bad last year, year, but now they're really bad. Yeah, like so you knew, you knew that you weren't gonna sign Kemba. So exactly. why not just trade him? Like obviously exactly. people would take him. Oh, they would give up so much for Kemba. Yeah, yeah. It just and, makes no sense. MJ, what are you doing? And now you have. <laughs> now you have scary Terry. Scary Terry. Okay, he's scary. He's they have some nice <laughs> young guys on the team, but it's not enough to like. They'll be no, bottom of the pack. Exactly. Shout out Devonte Graham. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, and the last topic here, um, so we're just going to touch on something that actually happened last week, uh, one of the biggest stories, which was Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns Ooh. getting into a fight, they got tied up, they started shoving now each other the to the ground, the fans were going nuts! They started jumping into the crowd and beat. Okay, <laughs> <now> <laughs> <relax>. <laughs> the fans were going nuts and then Embiid and Simmons uh, had to play Peacemaker Swinging Carl wow. Anthony Towns to the ground and then putting him in a chokehold, yeah, almost yeah. killing him. Uh, <laughs> oh, he literally almost killed him. Cat did try to tap out, but yeah, he <laughs> he that's hilarious. Yeah, and then an official had to be like, "Yo, you're killing him." Yeah, yeah I think it's a little more than the peacemaker. If the coach have to like pull you off of somebody, I personally, I, I don't think Simmons actually tried to like choke the guy to death. But it, just, looked, I think it looked, bad. it looked terrible. It looked yeah. so bad. I, it looked terrible. And apparently they're but, friends. Like they played like yeah, no, games yeah, exactly. So. They're they're friends. He just tried to like push him away from Embiid and like calm him down, far. but. He just didn't know what he was actually doing at the, with yeah. that like hand over the neck, but yeah. um, so he may not have had intent. But yeah, it just regardless, it, it was. I personally, I think he should have at least gotten a fine, even though he may not have had intent. He still did the action, but that's yeah, I, I, so yeah. you think the the suspensions were worth it? Ah, uh, yeah, like, I th- I th- yeah, I think it was fine. I mean, like, yeah, it was a bit of a fight. They took each other down, but no punches were really thrown. It wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I don't think it should have been like oh 15 games or something. Um, so yeah, I, I think two games is solid. Like two games could make the difference of getting like a first or a second seed uh, for Philly, maybe not for the Timberwolves, but uh, yeah, I think two games is kind of it's like it's not too much, but it kind of teaches them a lesson to be okay, smarten up, like don't do that again. Yeah, I, I personally yeah. What do you what do you think? No, I was gonna say two games is right. I do yeah. think Simmons should have gotten something. I, I think mean, he should have gotten at least a fine. Personally, yeah. I think he should have gotten one game, even if he didn't have the intent of like hurting Towns. Like he still did it. Yeah, exactly. And like he yeah. wasn't involved in the altercation. Of yeah, first. so it's like so what for are you him doing? To then go join in. <laughs> yeah, and then kind of get on on Cat's back. I think that definitely should have deserved at least something. Um, mm. I understand why Embiid and, and Towns obviously got. The, the suspension they were involved in it but yeah definitely I think if someone joins in from like the outside then they should also be yeah if they get that involved 100% like I'm not gonna lie if I was Towns and I was lying like head first and someone came behind me and choked me like I'd be pissed man like of I would course. I, I, I would not be happy at all so like I don't know if I believe Simmons or not that he was saying that he didn't have intent he did. He said he didn't have intent I mean I don't think he tried to kill him <laughs> Just, oh yeah! Just oh. choke him out. Yeah, just just make him pass out. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I think Simmons should have got something. He didn't. Uh, that's just the way yeah, it I, I I disagree. I don't think. He, 
I don't think there should have been a suspension at all. Like no to one anybody? to anyone because Jeez. when you look at the what actually happened, they just kind of like hugged each other and then everyone like toppled them. There was no like punches or anything. Yeah, but like, if, why? if no, people like, didn't separate them, they would. There would have been punches. Okay, thrown. so they, give them a fine. Give them a fine. The then. Towns did try. To they like did swing. technically get fined because they got suspended without pay. Okay, what what I'm saying is just there should be an actual game suspension. I think they should have just got fined for the scuffle. But they, play, if, if there were punches thrown, then I understand. There were punches play, thrown. Play, players really? Did, yeah, they I just, didn't see any. They just didn't land, but there were punches thrown. Yeah, I and the thing is, like players don't care about fines. That's pocket changing them. But if they yeah. miss a game, and this is teaching them, like, oh, okay, well, I'm not gonna do that again because I don't want to cost my team like a loss or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and Bede, because he got suspended. He pretty much almost cost his team a loss against the Blazers the other day. Plus, like, the fact that um, they each missed two games, they each lost, like, 300000 Yeah, exactly. Based on those two games. So it's definitely a lot more I think it's just, it's, it's just making a statement. Like, it's like, don't do this again. It's trying to teach them a lesson. And that's the problem. This sh- Why can't this happen again? We're actually watching the fight live right now. We're, yeah, we're, yeah, watching, we're, it, watching, we're watching, watching a replay of it's it It's hard now. to see because as soon as it happened, everyone just swarmed them. I and mean, I think the coaches and the other players... Except Simmons, I think they did a good job of like uh, separating them and there were keeping some, it low key. There's some pretty some... big punches thrown. And they're and punches. And yeah, they're look. big dudes. They're just pushing each other. They're grab. They're hugging each no, other no, no. aggressively. Look at look at this. Towns actually swung out. I mean, they push, like, push, oh, and yeah, then he, he puts yeah, his exactly. arm around his head. Wow, Towns was not to mention like Towns. And then Towns, you see like I'm sure there's some like punches yeah, and stuff and, thrown there. And Embiid's just like it was pretty attention. physical. Like the league doesn't want this to happen every game. So they <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if they if they didn't do anything about it, it should happen more then, often. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, then they don't, it would escalate. Yeah. And then they don't want that. They don't want malice at the palace. Embiid's I guess. So. Like I mean, a, I do. I, I do want more of this stuff. Yeah, I, I, I like the like the yeah the competitiveness of. You know, these guys... Yeah, but you don't want the, the, them to hurt each other. I don't want them to hurt each other, but I think that was fine. Like, especially out of the NBA. Uh, I, think, be, like, I, think if people I think if people didn't separate them, it could have gotten yeah. bad, though. Like, it, you never know. Like, when, yeah. like, when you're getting heated in the game, like you never know what could happen. Yeah. But I think the coaches and the rest of the players did a good job of separating them, cooling down the situation. Besides Simmons, of course. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, it was nice to see the battle all game long with MB basically taking advantage of Cat in the post all game. And then, yeah, they got frustrated. The referees not doing their job calling fouls. And they, this is the result they get. And Frustration. doesn't want to be called soft high. anymore. So, you know, That's if he doesn't true. want to be soft, he has to, you know, stand up for himself. He did end He's, up looking soft being choked up by Simmons. And the way he stood up for himself on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I think the Twitter battle was even just as good. Yeah, that was, uh, that was good. I that was good. That was so. juicy. That was juicy. You could feel Embiid hates Cat. Yeah, they actually like, like, hate each other. Yeah. Like, yeah, you could feel it. Because some players, they might, like, argue and stuff, but then they're cool after, but you can tell yeah. these guys, like, like actually... Embiid, you know he's gonna say something, but, like, good good for Towns to, like, step it up and, like, not, he has not taking any crap. He's yeah. always been labeled soft, he has yeah. to. Also, like, what an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop! Get he's bumping the crowd up! I and love it! <laughs> I love it. Anyways. He's like giving out high fives as he's leaving. Let's go. <laughs> uh, he's giving out high fives. We're giving you guys a potential chance to win $20 off your first purchase on SeatGeek. That's right. Download the SeatGeek app or visit SeatGeek.com and enter promo code BALLIFY. That's B-A-L-L-I-F-Y in all caps for $20 off your first purchase. 
You can find our show. You, I'm pretty sure you know where to find us by now. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcast. Keep up with us at Ballify NBA all season long, at Jordan Ballify, at oh, S Ballify. Let's go. Let's go. We are back, baby! Thank you, baby! Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye. You on the mic, what's your beef?